from Luke, the 10th chapter, starting with verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him. And when it said he tempted him, in my mind, the way I see that is saying, I'm just going to see what he's going to say. It'd be like going to church because I just want to see when that preacher messes up so I can talk about him. Or, or that, that, that's kind of the, the feeling I get when he said he went and stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he, that's Jesus, said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? So Jesus says, Hey, you're a lawyer. What does the law say? And he answers, when he answers, he quotes two Old Testament passages. He, qu- he quotes Deuteronomy 6.5 and Leviticus 19.18. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus, and he said unto him, Thou hast answerest right, this do and thou shalt live. But he, the lawyer, willing to justify himself. And how many times do we try to justify ourselves? Yeah, maybe I'm not doing what's exactly right. But it's really, that really is it's okay. Yeah, Jesus said to do something different, but I really like doing this other thing. And it's kind of, anyway, he was trying to justify himself. And he said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And and on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Now which of these three, thinkest thou, was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus, then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. I've been watching a lot of news this week and seeing what's happening down in Texas. And I see this being demonstrated there. I see people who are all right, who their house isn't flooded sitting fine in their home but seeing their neighbors suffering and going out and getting in their in their swamp buggies and their flat bottom boats and just going door to door. I saw an interview with one young man and he had a second amendment right strapped to his to his, his hip but he was in his boat and he said yeah I, I pulled 30 people out yesterday and so far today I've been able to get 8 people out. And they weren't going out and saying, looking at people's skin color. And they weren't saying, who'd you vote for in the last election? They were just saying, you're a human being and you need help. And I want to help you. Just like this Samaritan didn't say, well, you're not a Samaritan, you're Jewish. No, he didn't. That wasn't what was important to him. The important thing was seeing someone who needed help. And it's just been uplifting to me to see the people of Texas and the people now of Louisiana 
pulling together and helping their neighbor out. Who is your neighbor? Well, they're neighbors. I heard another story that I thought was really neat of, of some border guards in, in Arizona. And they came across a group of people in the desert who weren't supposed to be there. And so they detained them. And while they're waiting for transport to come pick these people up, they were talking to them and found out that this group of people had not eaten in several days. So these men had their lunches that their wives had packed for them. And they gave their lunches to these people who had been stuck out in the desert for several days and hadn't eaten. Because even while they were upholding our country's laws, they didn't forget God's laws. And if your neighbor is hungry, you feed them if you can. And, uh, you know, Dan's been talking the last couple of weeks about spiritual warfare. And we have the armor of God demonstrated here and put on the armor. But there's another side to warfare, too. And that's people sometimes get wounded. And when they get wounded, they need a place to go to. And the Bible is called a strong tower or a mighty fortress. Or another word is a sanctuary. A sanctuary is someone goes when they need to be safe, when they need healing, when they need restoration. And that man on that Jericho Road, he needed a sanctuary. Those people in the flood water down in Texas, they needed a sanctuary. And, you know, this church is, we call it a sanctuary sometimes, and certainly we can bring people here, and people can come here and be healed and be restored and, and be safe. I want my home to be a sanctuary for my family. And even my neighbors, if they need it, can stop by my home, and I want them to feel my home is a sanctuary. The children in our neighborhood, I want them to feel that my house is a safe place they can come. But even more than that, when we go out into the world... We're the hands and feet of God. God can call us to be a sanctuary to people that we come across, people that need help. We can be that, that Samaritan who doesn't pass by on the other side of the road. So just some thoughts I had this week while I was watching what was going on down in Texas. Um, I'm going to close with a prayer. And you know the prayer. I'm just going to pray with my eyes wide open. Say, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. And with thanksgiving, thanksgiving to you, Father, I'll be a living sanctuary for you.